This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And it's a new week. Yeah. It's cold again. It's freezing. My freaking air conditioner was on like three days ago. I had my heater on today. Yep. Yep. It was really cool. It was like a high of 44. What the frick? It was, I mean, that's amazing. I wasn't ready for it to be hot again, but... Yeah. But like, because like we were out in the yard on yeah, Thursday. Like sweating. Today was 44 degrees. And so cool. you're not going outside doing yard work. No, I mean, how not. do you do your yard work? Well, I mean, that's why I was trying last week to get a bunch done. Get it I done. Rain is coming. But I, now all I, your stuff's going to grow back. It is, and so I've got plenty get, more to do. When you're gone, what if like they get the weed abatement while you're gone? Well, I mean, if worst case scenario, if we get a weed abatement, I get like three months to take care of it, or two months, or something. So. Have you ever actually gotten fined? No. Oh no no. no Have no. you come close? No. But no. you've gotten the notice. I've gotten the notice. Well, I mean, there was twice. there was a time where I was like, "You weed a baby notice, yes. psycho, psychic yeah. Brendo, you, yeah, Captain Predicto." This is the thing. You should. I should not have you around when I get the mail because only <laughs> bad things happen. Condoms. You found the condoms and the weed abatement. Like, who knows what's going to happen next? I'm not getting the mail around you anymore. Although, yeah. hey, you want to get the mail for us while we're on vacation? Yeah, I'll get the mail for you while you're on vacation. I don't get mail. Oh, but any mail. I'm not gone that long. We've gone for like a few days. Nah. Alright. Well, hey, you want to get our mail? Sure. You guys get a bunch of mail. No, well, that's the thing. Why do you get so much mail? When you, we have four people, so it's four times the junk mail. Your kids get junk mail? Well, I mean... They, but like, you get like doctor's notices? Yeah. You know, why do people send... Why do doctors know. still send or the like... dentist card? Why? Oh, I don't know. You need a high-tech dentist. Well, it's in the 21st thing. century. The adult dentist that we have, they just text us like, yeah. hey, your dentist appointment's coming up. And then I send back like a little C for confirmation that I'm good. But the kid one, they send like a little postcard. And then, oh, no, don't forget. And a little note with, here's what your bill was going to be for this time. Why? I don't know. Kids things? I don't it's know. It's like the freaking government still is like still on yeah. like fax machines and... Plus, All that crap. The junk mail situation, like, when is that going to end? Never. Like, like the, the inserts? Like, you, if you look at our, so at where I live, the recycling trash can, the dumpster, yep. is right by the mailbox. Yep. And whenever, like, a big junk mail day happens where you get, like, a ton of those coupons and <laughs> all that crap, the dumpster is just full. Because yeah. people, it just goes right into that. That's like, literally what I like, do, too. That stuff never enters my house. No. I found a phone book on the table because I think I put it in there because it was getting wet. Right. And then that's the only time a phone book. Why are there still phone books? I do not understand. Those I guess because some people pay. But, like, if you're advertising in phone yeah. books, I feel like you're an idiot. I mean, and these people that are advertising, they are paying because that costs lots of money. Yeah. And who's looking? Old people. It's got to be old people. Same people that watch NCIS and, yeah. and all that it's stuff. That same demographic. That sa- and that's apparently a huge chunk of people because all that stuff is still happening. It's but just not in our world. Like, I can't imagine paying money to advertise in a phone book. Like, what? 
I mean, I guess for a podiatrist or something like that. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but then you just type podiatrist. Yeah, but maybe if you... I guess for an old person that needs to go to the doctor kind of thing. Like, I think, it. again, old that's people. got to be it. But, but once this generation of old people are gone, then that's it. Because, like, when we're old, I don't see a point where I'm going to go back to be like, oh, got to check the junk no. mail. So I feel like this is the last... This is it. This is it for those guys. What do they do? You because those advertising point, guys? The people who are paying for advertising are going to realize, that hey, this is doing nothing. Yeah. I don't, like, nobody, the diminishing returns have to be pretty huge. Because the last bastion of that being useful was I used to get like the coupons. I don't even it. look at the coupons now. You just get them on your phone. Yeah. You don't need a piece of paper to bring that in anymore. Yeah, I don't even look at the coupons. I don't look at, I, I mean, like, again, when I go, it's like when I go to the grocery store, you know who I see with the freaking Stater Brothers ads are uh, the old people. That's it. Because again, it's all on your phone. Yeah. If you need an ad, if you need a coupon, it's crazy. It's all going away. Yep, it's got to. Because also not, it's annoying. Because I don't miss it. Because like, think of how much how many trees are, would be saved by not printing phone books anymore. Well, just think about all that crap that ends up in your mailbox every yeah. day. It's just crap. And I wouldn't have to have you pick up my mail because I just get the stuff I need. Because like all my bills and everything are electronic. Like all that electronic. Most most of ours are, but there's a couple that still insist on sending a paper bill. That's stupid. Okay. That's also less secure. Yeah. Because then, like, especially in our freaking town, where you got these freaking tweakers ste- grabbing mail, stealing mail, and like identity theft is huge. Like, why are they even like all those credit? Because now you like you get those credit card things. You're like, I got to do something with this because I don't want you some freaking right. Joe. And then I got the freaking um. Oh crap! Can you turn that off? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So my heater just turned on. You might be hearing it in the background. Um, but, yeah, that's how cold it is. And my yeah, heater is freaking on. turned on. So, um, but yeah, because that's like, here's your, here's, because people can fill those out for you if right. you don't, like, shred them. And then I got the government sending me things that they still send out stuff that has your social security number on it. Yeah, what, like, what is that going to say? Like, some of my, like, unemployment stuff and some of other stuff, straight up social security number, like, right on. I'm like, what the frick? Because that's, like, I, if, if that, if somebody got a hold of that, that's identity. They Then oh, they can, can, like, file fake. But it's funny. I've been hearing people, like, talking about, like, somebody may have filed. Watch out for tax fraud. Somebody might file your return. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I owe money. So, like, they can, if somebody wants to file my taxes for me, like, they could totally do that. Like, go go right ahead. Yeah, Please. Yeah, might be more efficient things they can do with your information than file your taxes for you, I would well, think. Well, if, if they can steal your tax return. I they, guess so. That's guess definitely so. a thing. But, I mean, like, for me, like, no, it's not a thing. Because <laughs> I haven't even done my taxes yet because I know I'm going to owe money because, like, just various stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm in this in-between phase where I collected some unemployment, but I had a normal job. So, like, that part was withholding. But unemployment, I don't do the withholding because I need all the money. But then this year, and normally I don't make enough where it's, like, fine. But now I made enough, and now I'm like, oh, crap. Uh. And then I also had, like, a, um, what are those things, a 401k? Oh, yeah. And, like, again, out of, like, again, I had, you gotta do what you gotta do, but then I gotta. It's gonna bite you later. I'm probably gonna have some tax debt added on to all my other debt. Although I did get approved for, there's, um, the federal government. I think this is like, like, cause I remember reading about, um, Obama talking about this. Okay. Is more people now qualify for the, the federal, um, student loan program where, uh-huh. If you pay, it's based solely on your income. So, and then like, and if you continually pay for 20 years 
after 20 years, if you still have money left over, it's just it's straight cleared, up yeah. cleared. Yeah. And like more people, and I qualify for that now. So I'm like, frick yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And she it's totally qualified. legit. I think cause she's a teacher maybe. I think it's also, I think, but I think they, they made it so more people. Well, right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, but that's how I think she got in initially. So. Yeah. Cause I haven't been, I've never qualified yeah. for that. And now I did. The Department of Education contacted me. That's good. So I was like, frick yeah. Yeah. Cause like, although right now I'm not, I'm on deferment cause of unemployment and stuff, thankfully, but at least when I can, then I'm not getting those. Cause like, I remember the last time I was paying and like, regardless of like your income, they're like, like, it was like some crazy amount of money where I'm like, I, yeah. and then also like, you're basically just paying interest. I'm like, I'm never going to get to the point where I'm like, it's crazy. Right. And like, and again, like, I think they've realized like, when you think about it, like, this could create, like, I mean, my brother and other people that work in education, like, this is going to create the next financial crisis Absolutely. when all these people that are in this debt and, like, when the deferments finally, like, because that only, and, like, once everybody's, like, yep. saddled, like, I mean, like, I think that, I mean, I still think we're all screwed. I mean, like. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I feel like government things like that to help even it out a little bit could stave it off. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I mean, but I mean, again, like, it shouldn't, it doesn't seem like rocket science that if you're paying on something for 20 years, because yeah, it's like 25 years. How much interest did they really earn by loaning you that money? Like, there should be a cap on how much interest. When I looked at, like, how much actual money I withdrew and then how much money I owe, it's like insane. Right? Like, that, there should be a cap on that. It's... It's horrible. It's crazy. <laughs> we're all screwed. Like, like when you loan when you loan money to like a friend, and you say like, "Oh, I'll give you like you know fifty dollars interest or something." Like this is a set number. Why does it have to be like this? Because that's how get out of these banks make money. I know, but it's just it's and terrible. It's, but you're making money off of the suffering of yeah the people, and eventually, like it's going to cause major problems. Yeah, and, and if we have a massive financial collapse, it didn't help them any in the end anyway. Yeah, because, again, that's where we're headed with this. I mean, especially when you look at the whole... I mean, getting into more... This is, I guess this is economics corner. Yeah, where, weather. Let's do like, econ. So, I mean, like, if you just look at the numbers... I mean, this is... I'm not trying to get political here. Right. But just looking at the numbers, like, average salaries for years have, like, been stagnant while the rate of inflation has gone up. So, like, we're making less money. Yeah. Which shouldn't be happening. While the price of, like, college Again, going like, the up. cost of everything has gone up. In Like, again, cost of living has gone up while amount of money everybody's making has stayed the same. Yeah. Some cases in some sectors has gone down. Like... Whereas for years before, this it steadily rose together, right. and like sometimes even the rate income rates were raising higher than the. And that's how there was periods of financial flourishment for all. But right. now we're in this period where we're making the same amount of money. Stuff costs more. We're going into crazy amounts of debt. That is a recipe for yep. huge disaster. Look like back on a at the giant Great depression, it's not that different. It's gonna be worse. <laughs> like yeah. it's like some again. Like if you listening to economists is like because like economists like again because they're not like politicians and they're not trying to spin everything. Right. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like I get I like because they like basically like economists are like oh we're screwed no matter what happens we're totally screwed everybody's screwed and like that's economists because yeah. they're like. Because they're just dealing with numbers. It's got to be a super stressful job. I, I can't imagine wanting to go into that. Hey, 
Let's go into a thing where we basically tell everyone how everything's going to be horrible. And nobody listens to and us. No one will listen. Because it turns into, because then poli- politicians yep. spin all this. So there's nothing And then you it's can do just like, it. and then they're just watching the world burn, yeah, so basically. Just, their job is to just know that everything is dying and there's nothing you can do about it. Because like, a, like there's like a huge group of dudes that basically predicted the 2008 crisis. Nobody listened yeah. to them. Like, <laughs> because again, a lot of people did. I mean, this is where I mean, like, I mean, the Big Short and everything like that. Like, like a lot of people got rich off of that, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why they wanted it. They didn't want. They didn't want to listen right. because people did. I mean, like now I'm getting a little political, but it's true. Like it's actually like, it's freaking true. It's disgusting, yeah. and we're the ones. Getting, and we're not even, I'm not even like super poor, but like, like as mad as, and then like the, I don't know, it's messed up, it's all messed up. Yep. But, so um, if you have any economist listeners out there, let us know, tell us your woes. No, don't, it's sad. I don't want to hear about that. How much you want to bet that, that no one who listens to our show is an economist? I, I'm willing to bet that. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna be amazing. I mean, we have accountant people, That's tax true. people. Craig That's from true. the Res is a tax. Yeah. Person, yeah. so you might have some idea, but I don't think like big time economists. Nah, maybe probably not our demographic. They're probably too busy maybe in after their this episode. They will be think now. tanks. Yeah, well, they, maybe know. they listen to podcasts in a think tank. I think they're too busy. Maybe it helps them think. Maybe it does. Yeah, I think. Do you think somebody like this would help them think? I think so, I, dude. We're gonna tag economists in this episode, <laughs> and we're gonna get like that's an untapped podcast market right there. I'm sure there's economist podcasts. Oh, probably, but they're real exciting. There's podcasts for everything. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I mean, that's like because like that's when I started finding out about like economists was like I listened to a panel of them on like NPR, and I'm like, first of all, this is the most boring thing ever, <laughs> and also they're basically just telling us. Yep. How we're all screwed. Yep. It's all going up in flame. And like, and like, and again, they prepare these reports and stuff. And then like the politicians like don't listen to them. Yeah. Like they made a whole report on like how to like balance the budget. And, but then also, then they say, cra- then they say things like actually balancing the budget would be horrible because so much of the economy is based on like government loans and like the whole financial sector that if you were to balance the budget so they're no longer making that interest then like the banks would collapse because that's how the banks survive is off this interest that they're loaning the government so like our economy actually relies on debt which is all the whole system is completely met. so when you start hearing these things you're like wait what wait we don't want to balance the budget what like we need some debt and this is where there's like good debt and bad debt and like I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. But you know what's not crazy is Mark Bolton isn't crazy. That's right. And he wrote us some reader mail. He did. We're gonna get into reader mail quickly because this is pertinent to the show. Yes. Because yes. we got some big announcements. Big news. Big news. Alright. Mark Bolton writes Hey Brendo crew. Yeah. Mark Bolton again. I'm stuck in a tornado drill at work. That's what happens when you live in the Midwest. So I thought I'd drop you a line. Sweet. My wife and I watched the Freaks and Geeks episode. Oh, I was going to do research Uh, for this and I forgot. Okay. Um, But I can probably do it off the top of my head. Oh, I definitely can answer this. But okay. But there's so many. They're all great. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> My wife and I watched the Freaks and Geeks episode where the geeks go to a makeout party and Nick stays at the warehouse for a few days. Even though I've watched the show before, I'm still blown away by the quality of the writing, characters, and actors. Joe Flaherty is really amazing. And he, in that episode yeah. in particular. Yeah. Um, and I love it when they flesh out his character more. Which again, I think that's what separates that show from a lot of the other shows. Yeah. They're not caricatures. They're 
real people and people that re- resemble people that you knew or yeah. you know in real life. Yeah. Like, seeing, it's amazing. So he said, he's seeing him open up to Nick always gets me in the feels. Because, yeah. like, he, like, you know, like... Showing him the drunk yeah. stuff. And then, or, yeah, and, like, this, like, he... Because he, he's... Because, like, that when he's... When Lindsay's like, why are you helping him? And he's like, dude, you are lucky. You don't know what it's like to have a strict dad. Yeah, you She's think like, I'm You strict. think I'm strict. Like, you don't... And so, obviously, he had... Because, like, he was in the military. So, right. maybe... And, again, that's and probably, like... Because you think about Nick's dad... And like, yep. so like, again, like, cause he's like, you have no idea. Like, you're a lucky person. Yeah. So when like he has that heart to heart with her and you're like, whoa, like, yep. you're like, yeah. Oh, but I love, I love Mr. Weir. Harold Rich. Weir has oh seen, gosh. but his, like, his, yeah. yeah. You know where they're out? They're dead. Do you have any friends that are alive? The smart ones. <laughs> Elvis oh. didn't expect to rate on his fans. <laughs> yeah, but he died on the toilet. That's one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite. Squeeze box. I love the squeeze box. <laughs> That's in and out. No. In and out. In and out. No. <laughs> no, I think it's talking about. No, it's <laughs> she's in a car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love all right. Geeks. This episode is one of Freaks and Geeks faves. What are your guys' favorite Freaks and Geeks episodes? Have you thought of doing a Shut Up Leonard style podcast? On Freaks and Geeks. Ooh. That's a really good idea. Has anyone done a Freaks and Geeks podcast? I don't know, but that's really tempting, but I don't have the time or the resources yeah. to do them. But you could do a Freaks and Geeks and then go into Undeclared. It's true. And then do like Apatow extracurriculars. Yeah. But I mean, right there. That's, that's, well, there's what, I mean, that's 18? like 30. And then how many Undeclared were there? I think there? like another. I feel like it was only like 15 or something. Yeah. It was a little less. So like around 30-ish. Cool idea. It was a cool idea for like a little mini, yeah, a little like series, series. I like mm. it, and I look because Freaks and Geeks. It's still hands down. It's my favorite show it's of the all time. Best show that's ever been made. We watched uh, we watched an episode actually this weekend. Um, our friends came out to help. Well, Janelle uh, did this Moolala boutique thing, mm-hmm. and so uh, they came out and went with her to go do that. And then we watched an episode of Freaks and Geeks afterwards. Mm-hmm. We watched um, second to last one, the one where he takes. Um, Ooh, it's starting to rain really hard out there. Sorry. That's a car. Well, anyway. I thought that was rain. Are you sure? No, it's a car. It's rumbling like uh, a I'm car. If I can't tell. <laughs> anyway, uh, where he takes, he finally gets to go out to Cindy Sanders and he takes her to the jerk and then she like, Oh my god. Is so rude. Yeah. To it, and like, he's all, you want to get some popcorn? Is that so when he, that also when he funnier? gives her the, he gives her the, the heirloom. The heirloom thing. Like, oh, I don't want to wear it and it's ugly. It's cold against Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's metal. <laughs> it's too cold against my neck. And then she and then, gives him a hickey. And then when he has that heart to heart with Ken. Yeah, cause, in the bathroom. Because he's like, man, my girlfriend, because he's also thinking of breaking up with his girlfriend. Yeah. But he's like, he's my, my girlfriend, girlfriend loves the jerk. Yeah. He's like, if you, then why are you dating her? Because at first he's like, oh, she's really hot. And then he's like, she didn't like the jerk. And even Ken is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, but then man, I also love sucks. Neil all throughout the episode because he's like, this is crazy. Please let me be miserable like you. <laughs> uh, you but know. then it's like true though. Like, yeah. well, and then like, and Lindsay's heart to heart with him about like, not all attractive people are right for you. Yeah. Like, that's not like the only thing you should look at. Like, that's amazing stuff to cover, like in a well, comedy drama. We'll talk about this more later, but I was on movies, maybe, and that's one of the things because I talked about. I did all high school shows as one of my things, nice. but when I talk about Freaks and Geeks, I'm like, they. They talk about things that other shows like would not touch. Never. And also, they do it in a way where it's not like they're preachy about it. They just they just leave it out there for yeah. you to think about. Yeah. Like, like I mean, it's not like a very special episode. One of my specific moments that I brought up was the moment where Neil 
like where Sam in the first episode is like because he like Millie told him to ask her like what's wrong with you yeah and like because like she's starting to hang out with the freaks and she just drops that bomb where she's like I was in the room when grandma died and I asked grandma like if she if there's a light go to the light and then grandma told her there's nothing and like think about it when you're like 17 16 if something like that happened and that apparently like that was a Paul Feig or Apatow I don't know which one right like that was direct experience so like and I'm like they didn't and that wasn't done like in a preacher and that was just like dropped out there for you to think about right because like, Sam was like not he didn't necessarily agree with her like yeah. he was kind of like discourse on it and, yeah but then like but, when but then when you but the fact like, that they address that at all is yeah. insane and like in the way they do it is just so real because like essentially if you if you're into the show at the level that where you know that like this is all based on people's real experiences yeah. whether it's Paul Feig's crazy like geek experiences or Apatow's like parents divorce situation right. or like all these Jake has like again yeah, like a lot of the writers, of the writers just there. write out all their stuff that happened to them and then they made scripts about them and but, but addressing them from the real people perspective I, if I had to pick one because I love them all and yeah, I can go through each so, episode in order and tell you why I love them all yeah I was that's but why if I, was, I had to pick one I, my go to is usually Kim Kelly is my friend yeah, I love that episode. It's it's one of the ones that didn't air because basically, like the network the watched it and is like, we're not putting this on <laughs> because half of it is just people screaming at each other. Yeah, and then the whole thing with her and her mom and stepdad is insane. Yes, like yes. her stepdad like yeah, chases them and out like, of the and then Mike like, White on the who's happening? You must be brother. <laughs> And then like, he's like screaming, get up in the Yeah, and car. then like when they come into the house, like they basically like take over the warehouse and like, oh my god, and like, and then and, they come in like making out, yeah, in, like, kitchen. And- <laughs> but then they, the way that they're able to take those crazy moments of like intense drama and then break it up with this cop, because even when like so Kim and Daniel having their crazy fight, yeah. the weirds are going crazy. Then there's a the whole thing with Nick and the fruit roll ups, like <laughs> yeah. so they're able to break it up <laughs> with this like so hilarious comedy. Yep. Like oh, that part when she's like slapping Daniel yeah. over and over. Or like again. then and then but then there's also that scene where she comes into Sam's room and Sam's like, get out of my room. Yeah. I hate I you. Hate you. Like, Why would you want to laugh? <laughs> like oh, it's, just, it's just like Yeah, so like, Kim Kelly's my enemy. Yeah. Like, and then like the whole like oh. <laughs> what was that? Oh because Rashida Jones. I was like, yeah. what the, and she's amazing. Yeah. What was that? Bilbo Baggins? Bilbo Baggins, yeah. Or you're a pygmy geek. I, also, I love the scene when they're at Kim Kelly's house and she's talking about Benton Harbor. Yeah, yeah, Benton Harbor Street. Street. I knew it. I knew it. You're a liar. No, she is smart. She really is smart. Oh, it's like I'm telling you, that episode is solid gold. They all are, though. So I, I had like one? two because, like, my other. I think if I have to think of the, it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, and is. Test and breasts is great. Yeah. Because there's two, there's two scenes in that show, which again, we've already talked about this. If we ever meet Tom Wilson, I want to ask him what he said. Yeah. What was the, joke? what was he saying to John Francis Daly? Stuff, whatever. Cause they, like, they, they put the porn music over and you don't know what he's yeah. saying. Cause he basically gives him the talk. 
Yeah. And so there's that whole thing, yep. which the scene when they're like watching the porn together is like, again, so like, hilarious so and awkward and, and wonderful. Awkward. Like, cause like Neil's like super into put, it. You guys want to go again? <laughs> like and Bill, Bill and, and Bill, Bill, and then like Bill is just like, are we going to hell for this? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like just and the Sam way Bill, like, vomit like they're just like looking so out. uncomfortable, but like that's, I just, yeah. And Neil's like, yeah, let's go again. And so like, but I love that. And then, Oh, the awesome. moment where James Franco like does his whole story in front of oh the principal, like the smart kids, and then it's she number one. <laughs> how do you think it feels to be told like that? James Franco should have won an Emmy. Yeah. Like the fact that like I mean I think they got nominated for writing a couple think, times, but yeah, like they won a couple things yeah. after the fact. But I don't remember exactly which. Because like that scene, like any oh. people that rip on Franco, like I don't understand at all because no. like he's amazing. And then that scene in particular, but then when he does it and because he first he does it to Lindsay to get her to go along like, with it legit, like, like she buys into it so then when he does it again in the principal's office to try and yes. get off there and, and then, then when she, she just, just starts, starts laughing, laughing and that's the end of the show yeah. it's oh. just her laughing and you're awesome. like you don't know what happened oh. my daughter's a track one girl like that's the yeah. end of the show yeah. people have most people that haven't seen the show have no idea what we're talking about but you have to if watch it you haven't it. seen the show yet watch the it's show on Netflix it's on Netflix only like 18 episodes. It's the best. But yeah, so that ever happened. But I'm gonna have to say my favorite episode is still Discos and Dragons. That, I, Just for like Daniel playing D and D with the geeks are amazing. Is like the best thing. Not to I've mention ever. Uh, um, uh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Not Joel McHale. Um, no, Joel Hodson. Joel Hodson. So Joel Hodson and um, what's her face? Um, she's now in stuff. Cloverfield, Cloverfield and Masters of Sex. What is her name? Ah! Anyway, the disco stuff. Like, I didn't know we could do magic. Now I gotta look it up. And then they yelling out, disco sucks. What is her name? Man, this is like a really slow... Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. Kaplan. Ah! That's right. So, like, that was, like, her first thing. She was she actually was great. in the show earlier. Yeah, well, she, okay. as that character, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. that, but that was, like, one of the first things right, right, right. she ever did. Oh, Josh has wrote, you wrote Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, forever, sorry, right? Josh. In the chat there, sorry. But, yeah, sorry, we're, we're too into Freaks and Geeks. I know. But that episode is amazing, because then, like, because then, like, that, that, that whole thing with, like, Lindsay and Nick, and, yeah. like, and then, like, Lindsay's like discover like she goes like again like that I mean I'm so glad that they were able to film that because they filmed it ahead of time yeah because they were like we need this in case we do get canceled so they had it because that's like the perfect ending yeah she gets on that bus and I mean and then like that whole thing and like that's it but then like and like she basically like she made this crazy but like monumental decision yeah and like but she's gonna, and we're never, we never, we're never gonna see the aftermath know. of that. We we'll never get to find out, because like she basically, like she basically, like lied to her parents yeah, and blew off, blew the, off the student thing. academic thing to go to go follow the dead. Like that's crazy, but like it was such a perfect ending. Like yeah, she it. was amazing. But I think I that's one of my favorite. The Halloween episode is also amazing. Oh, like I actually yeah. used that. When I taught in China to like explain Halloween, because again, such a like one of the most realistic like depictions of what Halloween is really yeah, like, especially when you're in high school. Especially, yeah, like being too old to trick or treat. I don't know, I like that. You look like a freaking Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, 
or the cookies, like, oh, they're, they're covered in <laughs> yeah. ants. Yeah. Like, there's just so many great moments in that. And then, again, like, great moments of drama with hilarious comedy. Yep. And I think that's what made that show what it was. It's we should do a podcast. I know. We could easily, I mean, we basically just did, like, two whole episodes or three But, episodes. like, I, yeah, so I think, but I think if I really had to come down to it, Discos and Dragons is probably my favorite, just because those Dungeon Dragon scenes, especially yeah. when they convince, like, Daniel to play. Yep. And then Daniel also, like, in the AV club, doing Trying the, like, set up the setting up the projector. Stuff, yeah. Again, more Franco yeah. is just so incredible. And then, because, like, normally, and then also, like, you really feel for Daniel because, like, because most of the time when Kim's giving him a hard time, you're like, yeah, Kim's on the right. But Kim's giving him a hard time then, and you're like, no, he's trying, like, yeah. so hard. And then and then out of, like, so then he ends up hanging out with the geeks, and you're like, where would that have gone? Like, How cool would, would that have been? Like, yeah, I don't know. So much, so then, much I wish we could have like, seen. Like, Harris, the Dungeon Harris. Master, I, Gordon. I'm telling you, I knew... An exact, I knew Harris. I knew that. I feel like everybody guy. knew that guy. And I mean, I, I could tell you his name right now, but I don't want to in the off chance. Because he was like the total nerd, but also he had like a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, like, every, like exactly. I, I'm telling for, you. In, in, in my junior high school, those were like the band major because he was cool enough to like get girls, but he was also a total nerd because he's a freaking drum yeah. major. And then, like, in high school, yeah, totally knew those and kids. Those guys, like, the same the same group of guys, this guy and some other guys, they all played D&D. And I never got, like, the invite. I would, like, look yeah. on and be like, hey, what's, what are you guys talking about? They also did, like, magic cards and stuff was a big thing they did. But, like, I just remember they would always sit in the back and talk about Oingo Boingo and, like, trade their magic cards. And I was like, I don't know. Like, they're, it's like another level. It's just, like, totally. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, yeah. But, then I mean, we were cool. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like... We, they were, we didn't get along. I, you know, actually still am in contact with some of those guys, but it just was a whole nother, like, it, it was Harris. I'm telling you, it was Harris. Amazing. Anyway, I love Freaks and Geeks. We should I do. do that. We should do that. Like, it's a good idea. We gotta, like, find a time when we can, like, har- you know, cause it's, it's a limited number. Cause if so we, we can, like, if we set aside, like, some time, we could just do all those. How, yeah, how that long could be, like, a good, episodes? like, an, like, an hour and change. So, yeah, I mean, you know. We could, we could do that at some point. Yeah. Like, we'll get some stuff worked out there. I love that idea. Like a mini-series. My gosh, I love Freaks and Geeks. I want to watch them right now. I want to, like, stop this. Can Franco come on the show? That'd be amazing. I don't know. They're like they're, Some of the, like, you know... No, they're all huge now. They're all doing stuff. Tom Wilson would come on our show. I don't think so. He, like, doesn't talk to anybody. He might talk to us. I don't know. I, we'd have to do it without guests. Because, like, getting guests is a whole other thing. Uh, Mr. Rosso. Dave Gruber Allen. I don't know. He's in love now. I know, They're but he's so stuff. awesome. Oh, he's... he's. I, I love all of the characters, but he's one of my favorites. Like, just... Again, like, all these characters. Like, it could have been, like, a caricature, but it's totally but not. It, right. Because the, the one that we just watched, um, it's the second to last one. What is it called? Is it the president? Is it the one it's with one Ben of the Stiller? Yeah, Ben Stiller. Comes so like, up. there's that whole thing with him and Ben Stiller. Yeah, like doing the thing. But and my, then also, my favorite all time moment with Mr. Rosso is when, in that episode. He's feeling beaten down. They kick him out because of his activism stuff, and he's out of his car and he's locked. Yeah, and he starts he's pounding just on the roof. And he out. says, "He says, mother grabber." He's like, "Mother grabber," and like just screaming out. And Lindsay comes up and like that exchange, like that heart to heart, like. He's angry. She's the counselor. Like, right. And he's like broken. And she sees him finally as like a person and yeah. not just 
this like authority person that's you know that's Mr. Rossa like and that's magical because he could have been a caricature and they made him a real person. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that show. He actually does music. I mean like I think oh, Benson yeah. and those guys like saw his Oh dude, band. how amazing is that? I would die. When they go and like sneak into the bar <laughs> Yeah, <and Mr>. <laughs> their <laughs> band <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, take those get, yeah, some, get, oh, get the- on the house. <laughs> Pitch it over our finest pop. I got the underage drinking blues. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm 18. Uh, oh, my God. No, you guys, it's actually a really hard yeah. song to play on the guitar. Like, he's actually yeah, it's actually kind of good. good. <laughs> oh, and there's band stuff. The band stuff's amazing. Oh. Creation. Creation. This is Mission Control. <laughs> oh. All right. We can talk about. No, I think we need, to, we need to do that at some point. Anyway, it's continuing on. More Bolton here. I just downloaded episode 209, and I'm excited to listen to it tomorrow. Sweet. I listen at work. I'm lucky enough to have a job that lets me listen to podcasts all day long at the same time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But here's a question to all the Brendomaniacs listening right now, and this is an important question. Sweet. Because this got us talking. pertinent. How and where do you listen to Radio Brendoman? So this is something everybody can so, chime yeah, in on. Send in your messages. And it's whatnot. a pretty long show. Yes, it is. It is. Do you all listen in one chunk, or does one episode last you a whole week? Anyway, times two. <laughs> I do that a lot. I like that. That's good. Love the show. You guys are great. Hashtag Let the Cookies Cool. Hashtag Pizza Toots for President 2016. I would vote for Pizza Toots. Like as a person, as sure. an idea, as a as a, as a, as a concept, concept, whatever. Um, Josh says I drive about two and a half hours a day, sometimes three. That's my podcast time for sure. The yeah. period where me too when I was yeah. and he said hardcore commuting. All right, so this is kind of like breaking news because we started talking about it a lot of because of Mark's thing and some and also stuff. some other. This has been an ongoing conversation yeah. with other people, people that want to listen to the show, but it's a pretty high entry point. I mean, we've talked about it, right? So we're starting something new this week. Because we don't want to, like, the people that do count on having a large block of stuff. We're going to have, we're still doing the long form. We're just going to break it up into two pieces. So we're going to record three hours. We're recording three hours a week. But we're going to break it in half. And on Tuesday, part one, Thursday, part two. Starting this week. So now, when you're like pitching to your friends, hey, you should listen to these two dudes talk, you can say instead of for five hours, it's for an hour and a half. Yep, twice a week. Twice a week. Boom. There yeah. you go. I just blew your mind. Right. <sighs> if we were the kind of show that had like sound effects. People be- might already know because this episode is only well, yeah, an hour they'll, and a half. Seen, if right? you're wondering what's going on. That's, that's the deal. Are they going to have different sections? No, it's going to be wherever we stop at an hour and a half. I've got a timer. Yeah. For the moment, that's what we're planning on doing: is part A and part B. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that, it could. It we're could not going to cram everything into an hour and a half. No, and we're definitely not. I mean, because we're going to do it at the same time, like it doesn't work to like do half. I don't know. You know, we'll we're see. just going to record two episodes. But it is going to be a work in progress. So if yes. you guys have some feedback, yeah, feedback, or whatever, based off of what we're doing, we're very appreciative of it. But because again, this. We're not treading into this lightly. We're no. definitely, it's a work in progress, but we feel like for the show, I think this is the next 
evolution of the show yeah. while still retaining our um yeah like reader like it's the way the structure will go josh is usually if the way we're doing it now if we reader mail would be on the tuesday episode and marmaduke would be on the thursday episode right. because just the way we do the show now if you are like man i like to listen to it all in one chunk you also can go on the youtube and listen to it all at once because we are going to record it all at once still but the cutoff could be anywhere that's the idea we got a timer set yeah, but we are gonna do a nice cutoff and then do a new like yeah, and then yeah, yeah. like an like intro. We're not. Just, it's not gonna be like mid sentence. Like and then like wait till next week. Like we are gonna cut it off at a logical point and then start back up the next episode. Like right there. Yeah. Cut off. Right. A, <laughs> just yeah. Next up. No. Hour and thirty cut. Yep. Whatever. No matter we what we're word, doing, we'll pick up no. in the middle of that. Word. We actually have a timer. It's in the bottom corner of my screen. I'm telling you, this yeah. is a big deal. This is revolutionary. This is real. It's happening. And Mark Bolden gets a credit. Yeah. On that. So, but it has been something think. we've talked about for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, because I think it is a barrier to listenership for a podcast. I mean, we love you guys. Absolutely. You guys are the best. But we also, I mean, like the having more, the merrier right? is definitely a good thing. And I feel like this could be that next big opening for yeah. us. And also twice a week. That's cool. Yeah. It's great. So, for instance, next week, Phil's going to be on vacation. and But you'll still get two episodes next week. That's right. One, At least one of them will have a guest. They'll both, probably both have guests. Probably both. We'll see how but that pans out. We're going to see how that pans out. But, um... We're, but still, even when Phil's on vacation, and then I'm going on vacation, like a couple weeks later. Yeah. WrestleMania. We'll, we'll have that all spaced out and ready to go. And we have it. So again, like, we're gonna, we're, we got some plans. We're planning. Lots of cool stuff is on the horizon, people. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. Ah. So let us know what you think. Hopefully it's good. But it is honest, good. You know. But I'm a little, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous because I'm all about the, like integrity of the show and what yeah. we're trying to do. I don't want to do something just because it'll get us more listeners. No, but, but what I feel if it like, makes it like more... this just seems like a logical thing. And I feel like, yeah. I mean, especially for your sake, because I mean, it got to the point where <laughs> you were getting home at like three, four in the morning. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta, we gotta set it's, it's time. Good. And so I think for the sake of Phil, for the sake of all of us, Especially like when and if I do get a new job. Yeah, have that established. We're gonna need, and we got this set schedule. It's very set, so it'll help us. I think it'll help us. I think it's good. We'll see what happens. And we appreciate your feedback. We got the radio Brendo Man. Um, we got the radio Brendo Man. Uh, I think the group is gonna be a good place for feedback. Also, yeah. your email. Definitely Sending emails, there. tweets, whatever. But I think we can actually, cause in the group, we could actually talk about it, right. have some conversations. Right. If you wanna ask us questions. And, but we can also talk about it on the show. So if you wanna send in your emails and comments and whatever. But I think the group might be a good place. We can even maybe set up some polls. Yeah. In the group. Um, whatever. But, you know, it's not whatever. What's not it's whatever? what awesome <laughs> yeah. is listening on Stitcher. It's true. You know, the great thing is that if we have it two times a week, it'll just automatically go to Stitcher. Yeah, twice a week. You don't have to worry about it. It doesn't even affect it. It'll just yeah, pop up in your subscriptions. Boom. I mean, that's how it works on most podcasts still. Readers, but especially on Stitcher. <laughs> if you haven't checked out Stitcher yet, go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the Stitcher link. 
And give us a thumbs up when you're listening. Yeah. Also, use the code BRENDOMAN if you haven't signed up for an account yet. It is free, but it's a thing. Yeah. And um, rate and review on iTunes. Appreciate those. All that good stuff. And also, you know, you listen to the Benview Network podcast while you're on Stitcher, or even if you're not on Stitcher. Speaking of new, we got Ben new Benview Network podcast, Mandarian Orange That's Show. Right. We're like officially on the list now. All right, so Before you're officially we were just official. on the about. Now we're on on the list. We also got some new podcasts coming down the pipe. We can listen to the other. I think um, Andrew, if you want to listen, they'll probably be talking about that on uh, Nerd's Eye View, Benson's Boombox, you know, things like that. Um, you also got your. Star Wars nerds and comic nerds unite. Yeah. Good friend Mark Bolton. Absolutely. Extra damage. And Tim Van Autry. Josh in the chat here. Popsicles. We got a new episode of Popsicles recording next week. I think Tim Van Autry oh, is going to make an appearance. Nice. And we've got Benview on Spielberg featuring Matt Benson and future Radio Brendo Man guests. We'll announce it here. Justin Keyson. Nice. Is going to be on Ben. It's, it's going to be on Radio Brendo Man next week. We'll be talking about stuff. Maybe we'll talk about Spielberg. As well. But we'll also be talking about the normal stuff. And, um, you know, you got uh, Midnight Marinara. Looking forward to um, a WonderCon. Hopefully we'll do a big Benview um, podcast roundup. That'd be cool. And with uh, David King's always fun. Check out that show. Pick your path. I know this first season is complete. But if you want to do some, if you haven't done it yet. Clever stuff. You should definitely do that. Shut up, Leonard is finished, but hey, finished big. Yeah, that Dan Harmon interview. If I haven't listened to it yet, and yeah, also I was very entertained by Mandarin Orange Show this week. I wrote in a, my yeah, official, my official objective witness to uh, some fights. I'm not going to tell you who, but we got a second Ooh. witness to the events that wrote in. Nice. We have two. Yeah. Official. Uh, and so I was listening to it. I'm like, okay, I got to. I was around for this stuff. I have to weigh in. You could probably guess what side the other person was on too. I think I'm. I think I'm losing this argument. I'm just gonna say. I've always said that in a lot of the your your Janelle stuff. I definitely because you were Mister, especially in college. You're Mister Playboy Phil. <laughs> like so, you don't I, even I may have had unrealistic expectations. Very, it's possible. Unrealistic. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's very, it was very funny, you should listen to that, and, um, you know, what you should also do is you should get a website on DreamHost. <laughs> Josh in the chat said, Rachel asked about the podcast, I put it on her phone, she listened and then said to me, Phil is ridiculous. That's basically the summary. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's that should be your poll quote, yeah. Phil is ridiculous. Phil is ridiculous, I'll take that. Rachel Anderson. Yeah. Listen to the show, Rachel Anderson described as, Phil is ridiculous. I like it. Yeah. But yeah. I also, again, like DreamHost. That's true. So, up until the 15th, you can still go to RadioBrendo.com. Actually, go to DreamHost.com. And up until the 15th, you can use the promo code RadioBrendoMan at checkout. The reason why you want to do that before the 15th is because you will still get a free domain registration on top of your $50 savings at checkout. After the 15th, that free domain registration goes away, and you won't be using a promo code you will be going to RadioBrendo.com, clicking on our DreamHost link. What you can do now, I don't know why you would yet, because you can still, you can still use, use the code, code, get that extra free domain registration, because that's how you build your web empire. That's right. Speaking of web empires, Amazon... And they've got an empire. Definitely. 
But you could be part of that empire. Yeah, Amazon Prime. I mean, I heard I've been reading these articles like they're they're making it like where they really are trying to push people into Prime because I think they're making the super saver shipping like even slower and oh, yeah. other stuff. You want to get in on that Prime train? If you don't know what it's all about, we got your three thirty day free trial for you. Fantastic. Go to radiobrendo.com. Click that Amazon Prime free trial, and you'll get 30 days of Amazon Prime to find out for yourself why it's so great. I mean, you got the Instant Watch library. You take a lot of advantage of that. I take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Amazon exclusive shows, and also your you know your your free two day shipping. The twenty percent off video game pre orders. Did you get your Twilight Princess I with did. the amiibo? Day of. It's fantastic. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Blue Planet. Not yet, because he uh, he just opened his uh, his Skylanders that he got. Uh-huh. So that like he's kind of yeah. on the Skylanders kick at the moment. You got all those, still... yeah. You know, like we are going through the you Christmas. Bought like a hundred of them. Well, because they had the sale. At, <laughs> they were like, uh, at, like they were like, basically giving. Them they were like a dollar fifty or two dollars each, brand new, including shipping from Toys R Us. Like, yeah, I bought a bunch because <laughs> man, I got presents for him for years now. I think I got like. I can't remember. I got something like 40 of them. Oh my gosh. But I spent like, it was like 80 bucks and I've got a giant tub of stuff that I can like give him for, from here up. I mean, that's not bad. It's pretty good. It's ridiculous that we have that many though, but yeah. Isn't like your whole like front of your room turned into like, cause between Infinity, oh, yeah. Amiibos. You didn't see. Well, well, I there, saw your little. She, she has like, Janelle got these like organizer boxes and they're all in these like stackable boxes. Cause so. I was like, that was getting kind of nuts. Yeah, for a while it would just sort of spread out all over and it's, yeah, out of control. But no. Cause you guys, between Skylanders, Infinity, and Amiibos, it's a lot. Of, and now your Legos. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of control. Cause I remember, I love how you went from like, I'm not doing any of those to now you're doing all of them. <laughs> Because like you said, like I'm not I doing know, any of them. No, I no. <laughs> but it, it took like Amiibo to everything. get me in on it. No. Yeah, but then after Amiibo, now you have all of them. All now, to be fair, the Skylanders are. I have not even touched Skylanders. I've helped them get it set up, but that's really like Luke yeah. and Audrey play that the most. It's a lot of stuff. But it's, a, it's a lot. It's ridiculous. But I love them. It's so much fun. They were having a big old sale on uh, the Lego Dimensions at yeah. Target this week. Did you get the new Ghostbusters stuff? No, they didn't have. They were pretty cleaned out because, mm. like, the small sets were like six fifty, I Holy think. Crap. And then the medium sets were like twelve, and then the full like level ones yeah. were like nineteen ninety nine. Like the Doctor Who one, nice. the Doctor Who like level pack. Oh, sweet! So yeah. awesome. Anyway, well. Even if you already have Amazon Prime or you're not ready to make that commitment yet or whatever, we know you're still shopping on Amazon. That's right. And even if you have Amazon Prime, you should also do this. But whatever you do, before you make your Amazon purchases, go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Amazon link, and then that takes you to Amazon. And then you make your purchases, and then you're helping us out. That's right. And if you do, we will read off what you bought on the show anonymously, of course. Got a lot of stuff here. What do people we got? Get? A Biokin and Fanti sulfate-free all-hair type shampoo, sixteen ounce and conditioner. It's funny when you first I saw that it looks like it says broken. I'm like, why? Why do they buy a broken thing? Yeah, it's Biokin. But that's sad. They bought broken shampoo. Like, how do they broken <laughs> shampoo? It just comes in like a puddle <laughs> in the bottom of the box. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's broken, broken shampoo. It says in the thing. Yeah. All right. So shampoo and conditioner. Good. Sixteen ounces. Duo set. We got Fallout 4 Season Pass for Xbox One. If you have it, you get out. I hope you got on that beforehand because now it's like 50 bucks. 
I hopped on beforehand. Well, it sounds like our listeners took your advice. So yeah, that's good. thank you. Good. good job. Because I'm excited for that. Um, let's see. We got Nature's Way Extra Virgin Organic Coconut Oil, 32 right. ounces. Green Goods Vitality, True Vitality Chocolate. Mmm, I like chocolate. So is that like a chocolate bar or is it like a like powder? Oh, it's like I the like powder. powder stuff, yeah. It's like the protein. Contains specially formulated enzymes. What is that? That that seems like science talk. That seems like garbage talk. It's got electrolytes. It makes me think of Ren and Stimpy when they do like the science and like there's a big like enzymes. I mean, I realize enzymes are a real thing, but it just still sounds like that. Dogmate medium dog door. White. Someone's getting a dog. Iron Gym total upper body workout bar. Wait, so it's like a workout, workout bar. bar. Like to do like push-ups and stuff. Oh, I thought this was like a oh. cliff bar. Like maybe I'm getting a total upper, upper no, bar. No, it's workout. like a, oh, to okay. do like crunches, push-ups, dips. Gotcha. Three grip positions. It's $24. List price 135 Someone got a, That's deal. a deal. With Prime. There you Free go. Shipping. Boom. So like a Snickers so bar. You're doing That's those. Your lower body so you got it on the ground. You put it on there. See, this is what bothers me about these. You already got this already ripped dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's, if I had that thing, there's no way I'd be doing what he's doing right there. Yeah. First of all, if I had that thing, I would be the guy in America's Funniest Home Videos that it rips out the ceiling on. Yeah. But I love how on all these gym things, of course they use yeah. already ripped dudes. Yeah, but nobody you buy wants one with like a bunch like of fat. But at least it's like, come on. Dude, like, what if we could get people to hire you and me to like model like workout equipment? Because that's really what it is. I mean, that's I the reality of it is like some fat dude should be like, Ugh. How awesome would that be? If anyone out there is a photographer for like exercise equipment, give us a shot. We will sell your stuff. Cause that's like, I mean, if I see a sweaty fat dude, cause I'm like, that's me, like maybe I'd yeah. actually need that. But if I see some ripped dude, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Cause like they're already ripped. Yeah. Okay, it's a whole new brand. It'll be FF Gym for fats. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be us like, oh, instead of curves, it's like, yeah, the fat. Fat, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ladies get a fat guy gym, or a fat lady gym. Why don't we get a fat guy gym? They don't necessarily have to be fat. I know, but they got curves. We got curves. We got man curves. Man curves. Man curves. <laughs> Let's start man curves. No, because that's going to like sound like we're... No, it's th- th- We're going to attract the wrong kind of people with that. People that are like, yeah, down with women. Gross. Gross. All right, we got a Star Wars Desert Assault Walker with figure Entertainment Earth exclusive. Nice. So a desert... that. You want all the Star Wars. I do. I want it. I... Oh, did you see there's a – someone posted a picture. I guess it's in the stores. There is a um, Han, like a carbon – like the whole freezing, the carbon freezing yeah. Lego set. You oh. can get like where they dip Han Solo no. in the carbonite. I want that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's the Cloud City carbon freeze oh my God. play set. That's amazing. They made playsets of like everything. I know. Well, that last time we talked about it, it was hard coming up with good ones. You had Star Wars Rebel, Rebels Inquisitors TIE Advanced Prototype Vehicle with bonus fighter figure. See, look at that. Nice. Star Wars Rebels TIE Fighter. So Luke got one of these like in that series from, for his birthday. And then we got Star Wars Rebels Vehicle ATDP. All terrain derpy. I don't know what DP stands for. It's just the little guy. But that's an ATST. But this one's ATDP. What does the DP stand for? <laughs> DP. <I don't> know. <laughs> that's the one Luke got right there. The Y Wing one. That one? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty a little sweet. Little transport vehicle. There's a little desert mission Captain Rex. And look at that fin there. 
the gear. Oh, look at that. Stuff. Star Wars dog oh Leia. Star Wars dog costumes. Yeah, they got everything. AT-AT. Look at that $298 yeah. Lego AT-AT. That's like the new one. The old ones, the original run of those are way more now. Yeah, but this is like, that's a... 1,137 But I'm saying pieces. like there's multiple iterations of the okay. AT-AT. I have like an old one. That's, yeah. Yeah. And you got Dyke. Look at the. There's so much Star Wars toys. Like it's just crazy. Oh. Yeah. Because if you think oh, the money the stopped at their $2 billion. Dollar... They still make these. Yeah. Oh, these are like the little ones. Man. Oh. Yeah, dude. They're still using the same casts from like. Like, probably from, like, 1970. Still got the guy with the metal detector? Yeah, the, dude. The bazooka guy? They got the bazooka guy. They got the metal detector guy. The regular gun guy. They got the flamethrower guy. These ones are a little bit more detailed. Yeah. But still. But the guy with not the gun much, over his shoulder. Not much has changed in the Army Men department. Nope. I mean, because really, it's... Why... If you got a perfect formula. Yep, that's true. Well, like I said, check out our Facebook group. Yes. And um we'll be if you want to talk about that on there, but also just posting lots of random stuff. There's always saw Paul stuff. Feig with the too much tuna. Uh-huh. Oh, that was great. It's too much tuna. You know they're doing a live show in LA. Really? But it's like when I'm gone. Is this this was the thing that you posted, that was just like a That was like an ad that well that was a bonus I guess it was for a Kroll show, oh, but it was yeah, just like yeah. a deleted okay. scene. That's great. But like they're still doing their live show and it's coming out here, but it's like the week that I'm gone. Did you see, I forget who posted it, like right before I came over here, someone posted that Darth Maul video. Yeah, Chuck posted that yeah. on my... It was kind of Dude, amazing. Some of those fan films are like crazy. It was, it was better than like all better than the prequels put together. Prequels. Like, it's seriously. I mean, it, what kind of budget were they working on? Like, some of those, they, they spend like some serious money on Well, those. it looked like it. It looked, looked better than the prequels. It was amazing. Because there was a couple years where I would go to the Star Wars fan film like thing at Comic-Con. And like it was some of it was yeah. like amazing. Because I went into it. This is my attitude. If it's from the prequels, it's like, stupid. I, I could care less about Darth Maul. And after I yeah. saw that, I'm like, I wanted to see that movie. That's what everybody wanted to see, Why right? Didn't like to see that. It was really cool. Because George Lucas is an idiot. And he was like, D- so did you watch it? I watched like part of it. So like it comes down like he kills all the dudes, and there's like this one final one dudes and ladies, and there's this one final girl, and she's like cowering. But there's like Palpatine has this like drone thing that's like watching him with a camera, mm-hmm. and you see like in his eyes, it's, the acting was like a bazillion times better than the movies. It actually like, had emotions and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can see like he's like wants to have mercy on her because he's just gonna strike her down, but then he like. Makes eye contact with the thing and he knows he has to do it and then, and then he gets yeah. it. But like you see, like he, there's a character in yeah. there. Oh yeah. Not just like, cause I think Darth Maul is like the one of the most boring bad guys in a movie cause there's no depth to cause him. Cause there's no character it's development. A robot. Because, you might as well have been a robot. Cause they were dumb and like they didn't realize what they had. Yeah. Nothing. That's why I, I love that Kylo Ren has like, you know, story. I mean, Darth Vader was fantastic and, and Darth Maul was a waste. Cool dude, cool looking dude, cool fight moves. Terrible bad guy. But if you saw this, that's what I want to see. Also, check out our subreddit. And um, you can get links on RadioBreno.com. Any Kickstarter updates? Uh, we have, we're still working, working on, on the Breno Man Breno All-Stars Man EP. That's, that's, that's our next thing. And then we're going to be doing um, working on the Brax book coming yes. up. And, and then, our final uh, special app. We already yeah, actually have a plan And then we'll pretty much that. be done Yeah, with this round of yeah. kickstarting. We um oh we, shirts 
Oh, shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, that that's ready to go. When when the uh, um, books are ready, the shirts will go out. Okay. Because I think I think that's how it goes. Because you know, because I don't want to do too many more shippings, all separate yeah. things, so yeah. like that. So, um, but we have a we have a plan for our the final. Oh yeah, one. we did plan it out for a special episode. We're gonna be talking about fast food. Yes. We had to kind of because that's a pretty broad. Yeah, we broke topic. it down into categories. Yeah, so, so we're gonna do subcategories like top fives. Yeah, but then I thought about like chicken. I'm like, I don't think I have five chicken. I could do five chickens. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it on here. This is for backers only. You know, that's true. FBO, but <laughs> I could probably come up with five you could chickens. Come up with five chickens. We could do top three if you need to. Might have to do top. three. That's fine. But um. Clicker Heroes Clan, I was actually coaching Gringo, apparently on the mobile, I don't know if this is true on the PC one, on the mobile, I think you have to unlock the ability to join a clan, like getting to a certain level, because oh, okay. okay. Gringo's like, I can't, I don't see a clan gotcha. thing, and then, so, so he's on the mobile, well I don't know if he's gotten up to that level that okay. he has to unlock it, but I was talking to, I was texting Nice. But yeah, Clicker Heroes Clan, if you play it, it's clickerheroes.com if you want to play on the web. It's also on Steam. It's on iOS and Android. And um, the name of the clan, if you search for the clan, once you unlock the ability to join a clan, it is Radio Brendo Man. Radio Space Brendo Man. And um, also check out myvacationpants.com, janelleandphil.com. We're going on our vacation this next week, yeah. so we'll have lots to report We're on all that. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna much. be my. You're gonna be. You're gonna be my guinea pigs yeah, for Spirit, Spirit. Airlines. <laughs> Although I, I did read somebody else just took a trip on Spirit, and they were. We we as long as you know what you're getting into. Yeah, I think if you walk into it expecting realizing, to be able to carry because like my friend um, Cooper, like he took Spirit out from from I think from Kansas City to Los Angeles. And as long as you realize, like, you're not getting anything, you're only bringing a carry-on, you've had, like, so, but he said he had a good experience. It's good. All right. That's good. Because I, I'm a little nervous, though. Sounded from him, sound, and that's a, that's longer than where either of us are traveling. Yeah. That's farther. Well. Kansas City's farther. Yes. Farther than Dallas? Yes. Farther than Houston? Yes. All right. Texas here, Missouri way here. Missouri's up. Yeah, but it's also east. Alright. Look at your... I'm going to have to look at a okay. map. But right now I'm not going to because that won't be interesting. Well, speaking of things that are interesting, yes. WonderCon rapidly approaching. It's just in a few weeks. I know. It's crazy. We just did one con. Now we're it's on March 25th another. through the 27th. They've actually sold out of Saturday badges. Really? I think there might still be some three-day badges. But those badges are going, going that's fast. Good, that's the day. That we're going to be there. Saturday the 26th. We are going to be there. Um, they haven't published the programming yet. Oh. Oh, we're not supposed to say the day? We were well, we to say the day. day. We said the day. We'll right. say Saturday night. Saturday night. While Josh is at his cat concert. Oh, I asked him about this. Did, I got send, like a did you get a video at least? He showed me some pictures. Is it actual cats playing it's instruments? cats that, yeah. Are they attached to them? Are they like tied? It's more, okay. It's, it's not as ridiculous as... It, well, it's ridiculous. What is it? But it's like for... I think it's for like an animal charity, if I remember correctly. But are the cats playing instruments? Yeah, but it's like they have a little drum and it like pats at it and stuff. I don't think... But there's music playing? So is there like background... I didn't see a video. He showed me like pictures. Okay. But yeah. I think... I think Josh I going to cat... Josh What's the name of the cat band? Oh, I don't remember. What is don't What is a good cat band name? What's a good cat band name? Um, Paws. Cat... 
Meow stick. <laughs> Meowtastic. The Meowtastic Seven. I have no idea. Pause and thing that comes in with like paws and, and posies. <laughs> there you go. Catnip. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Cat band. Radio cat. <laughs> Radio cat. Feline friction. <laughs> it's probably one of these, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Well, well, Josh is at the cat band. We're going to be doing our web comics advocates panel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just definitely check that. Also, the whole con sounds probably going to be oh, awesome. Sweet. Super cool times, super fun times. If you're going to go, let us know so we can say hey. If you're going to go, let, let us, us know. know. What's going on, Phil? Well, I got a couple things here in my <laughs> Phil stuff to mention. <laughs> You're freaking cobbler. The first, uh, uh, first up is the further adventures of the cobbler. I sewed some more stuff. Yeah. First of all, I'm wearing the jacket. I wore it over here hey, specifically. You sewed your so look right here. This pocket is completely ripped out. It's it's not it's perfect. Looking kind of scraggly. No, no, no. The whole thing was like shredded down. Okay. How did that happen? Just just from use. I mean, you can see. I'm not a good. I'm not a good pockets, sewer. They're shredded. I don't know. I walk around with my hands in my pockets. You got like claws. It's flimsy. It just. I don't know. Isn't but this like the see. newer jacket? Oh no, this is probably like seven. Oh, eight this is your old. new jacket. No, no, I have a newer one. Yeah. This one's old. But I sewed the pocket here, and then you'll notice on my shoes. So this last time I sewed this toe, but on this side, this toe was coming out there. You can kind of see there where that was, like, busting through there. I fixed the other toe. Man. I cobble. I don't think that's actual cobbling. Cobbling is fixing shoes. I don't think cobbling is sewing. Yeah. I don't think that's. I, I think the they shoe. do more than that. I tap it with a hammer or something, but I, I, I fixed it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're tapping hammers on things either. That's what they do know. in the movies. They just they yeah, have a shoe and they just tap it. But that's like shoes were like I don't know. Yeah, so this doesn't have that, so I, I sewed it. That's cobbling. I'm right. a cobbler. <laughs> I've cobbled cobble. twice. And I, I got I just had the sewing kit out, so I was finding stuff. And then I had another shirt that had like ripped down like can the you seam. sew my shirts? <laughs> I can try. No, well, you see how good this one is. The shirt down the side. Because I have one that has like a hole in the side. Yeah, that's where it was. But it was like on the seam. Yeah. So I sewed it up. I have one like that. It looks like Frankenstein. Like, <laughs> I'm not a good sewer. Like, you could tell if I showed you. Like, oh, yeah. That I used horrible. to sew my merit badge and stuff in Boy Scouts. But I would have to have my dad like start and yeah. finish it. Because I didn't know how to do that. Well, I always sewed my patches on my backpacks and stuff. But, but how do you start it? You just like... You make a knot? Yeah, you put, like, thread the thing through, and so you've got, like, two lengths. How do you make a knot at the end? You just take it and make a knot. Like a regular knot? Yeah, just, I usually do a couple to make it thicker. How do you finish? And then you finish, you get to the end, and you tie it off, make a knot, and then snip off the like loose Like a string. bow? No, like a, just a knot. I don't know. Hmm. Again, it looks like a Frankenstein job when I'm done with it, <laughs> but it holds the stuff together, so, you know. I'll just show you the shirt, because it kind of looks like... A little janky there. But yeah, so I'm in Coblin. I'm going to keep you posted on that. I mean, I think I got another, like, six months out of these shoes now. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. No Between toes poking sewing out? Sewing and shoe goo, I guess you're good. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't busted out the shoe goo in a while. I don't think Janelle approves of the shoe goo. Because <laughs> the seven is big blob. Because I used to, yeah, I used to, like, I would stretch a pair of shoes out forever with shoe goo. But I think she kind of, like... I remember down. when you were imparting the shugu to Benson. Yeah, I mean shugu is magical, <laughs> but there's some things that you know. 
Janelle's a pretty patient person, but there's certain things that she just is like. I need new shoes, like really bad. Probably get shoe goo. No, I need some new shoes. Well, but I mean, you could like stretch it out with shoe goo. Do you need me to cobble them? If you want, look. You should look at them. They're beyond. I I doubt that I could do anything actual. Because mine have like, it's not like sewing stuff. It's like missing rubber pieces. Well, it's hard too because when I first started, I was using like a big needle and I couldn't get it to go through. And then I had to like trade down to a smaller. You think there's like special shoe needles? They're probably well. There's probably machines. I have a feeling that people are using machines. Also, I don't have a thimble. I couldn't find a thimble. Are you poking yourself? Well, I just put it on the back of my thumbnail and push it, and I just hope it doesn't, like, stab me. So ah. far, it's worked okay, but I think I think I need to invest in a thimble. I never use a thimble. Where, do they sell thimbles on Amazon? Sure they do. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hook up a... Sewing... You probably get a sewing kit probably. with a thimble. I just need a thimble. That's all. What is it? Does it protect your finger? Well, yeah, so you can push the needle without okay. it, like, you know, stabbing you. Is it the top stabbing you? Yeah. Because the top's really sharp, too. It is? It's not as sharp, but it's sharp. Because it's got to be able to go all the way through. Oh. Yeah. And then don't you develop, like, a sewing callus? Well, after sewing four things total, I haven't yet, but I'll keep you posted on that. (laughs) My whole experience of sewing is, again, sewing patches, and then on The Simpsons, when Marge is... Teach it because Lisa gets sick. She gets the mumps. <laughs> and so then, like, Marge has her, like, sewing on, like, sewing things on their little quilt. And so she's teaching them about the sewing callus. And now Marge's callus is so deep that she can, like, she, like, takes a lighter. First she's poking herself. She's like, I don't even feel a thing. Then she takes a lighter and, like, and, and Lisa's like, ugh. <laughs> but then, like, Lisa does it, gets to the point where she actually she does all that. And, yeah. Well, and then I, Santa's I, little helper eats it. And then, I uh, I don't have that much experience just yet. I have sewed buttons on also though, so that's that's about it. Josh has a bit of that on his fingers. He has guitar calluses. Yeah, guitar. but wait, do you sew also, Josh? Is this something I didn't know about? Or from guitar, you mean? I think he's talking about. He guitars. says, "Yep, yep, he sews or yep, guitar." I think he's behind a little bit. Okay, both. both. He both. sews. He that's fantastic. Seems, Fellow seem, Seamster. Seamster? Yeah. Is that correct? Oh, wait. He just said, ha, ha, ha. No, I don't. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. It is. <laughs> Do you think Josh would be sewing things? I don't know. Why not? It's fun. It's fun? You can attach things with strings. It seems annoying. I don't know. You can attach. <laughs> Phil's sewing tips. You can attach things with strings. That's your t- Pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would get more time out of my shirts and stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you, it drove me nuts because the soles of these shoes aren't that bad, but my toes were poking out. Mending. I mended it. You can mend it. Darn. Mm-hmm. Darn socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that desperate. Whatever. You still wear your socks and underwear. <laughs> you want to see something funny? No. <laughs> not my underwear. <laughs> like, what? Look at that sock right now. Oh my gosh! It's my last night wearing this sock. That's you're gonna get blisters. What's the point of me wearing socks? Well, because it covers my whole heel. Yeah, but that's where you get blisters. Is like your heel. Your whole heel is exposed. I think this is the final. Your heel is rubbing against your shoe. It's it's worse than it looks. Look! Oh my gosh! Look at that. You might as well not even have a sock. You got like a freaking black armor. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of even having a sock? Because it pokes up above the top of the shoe. Yeah, but so then you're like gonna, you might socks. get blisters. Yeah. The whole reason why you wear socks. Yeah. But like, don't you get blisters? It's the final night of wearing them. But I had to have one last hurrah. People always complain about blisters. I've never gotten blisters. And I'm like, what are you people doing no. wrong? 
Shoes are too tight, maybe? Uh, Josh left the chat. The sock talk was too much. <laughs> sock talk. <laughs> so well, what this, this episode been, uh, can be called sock talk. Sock talk or cobbler corner. Cobbler corner. <laughs> Fill the cobbler. Yes. So, um, okay. Next story. Mm-hmm. I had a high fidelity moment this weekend. Like how? You... Well, specifically the part from the deleted scenes. Oh. If you watch High Fidelity... Did you find scenes. a record collection? Oh my gosh. Let me tell you about this. But so he doesn't capitalize on it. Did you not He capitalize? doesn't, but I did. What happened? Okay. Oh, this is like the dream. I'm still... This is the like, moment we all dream about. I'm still... My mind is so blown right now. Okay. I gotta hear about this. So not everyone will know the specific people so Beverly D'Angelo. That scene. Yes, that scene. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. So... I'm on, like, of course I'm on all kinds of groups and message boards for different music and stuff. You're always and on the hunt. This guy posted that... Did you get the drop 7-inch? He... No. It's all s- CDs. That, that's that's like the dream. he did have some 7-inches, but I, I couldn't pony up for that. But this guy posted on the board, and he was personal friends with Gene Eugene. Mm-hmm. Now, people probably don't know who that is, but in the circle of music... He's a legendary he's a record legend. producer. He's produced so many albums. Probably... Some stuff you might And have he's of. worked with the likes of, if you even know any music, he's worked with like Steve Albini yeah. and those guys yeah. and on that level and he had his own record label and yeah, again, the just green like, room. He worked with the 77s. A lot of people, I mean, he's well respected in music. Again, you know, if you're in a certain scene, like he was amazing. And sadly in 2000, he died. He had a heart attack in his studio and yeah. like, died at the soundboard and it was tragic and, and, um, they did like a big like show put on to, like raise funds for him and like I went out to that and stuff and it was just super sad. He was in the middle of working on several projects and it was this big tragedy. And anyway, fast forward to now, there's this guy who's on the board and he was friends with him and he actually like family friends like from way back, friends mm-hmm. with his mom. And when he died, his mom gave him Gene Eugene's personal CD collection in a tub and said like he would have wanted you to have this. Man. And this last weekend, he's like, I was doing a yard sale, and I came across this tub in my garage, and I don't need them. I don't have any use for CDs anymore. Holy There's crap. demos and things that I haven't seen the light of day in, you know, 16 years, and I'll take 125 bucks for it. Did you buy it? Well, here's the thing. Tell all me these, you bought all it. All these other people jumped on it, and they're like, yeah, 125 bucks, blah, blah, blah. But then he's got to ship it out to him, And that's, you know, there's literally about 200 CDs we're talking about. And that's a lot of shipping. Well, it just so turned out that yesterday, which I'll talk about in a minute, we went to an escape room, and the escape room was literally a mile and a half from this guy's house. And I'm like, I will come pick it up from your house. You don't have to ship anything. And he leapfrogged me to the front, got in front of everybody else. You have the Eugene CD I have the CD collection in my house right now. Is there like just like the craziest stuff? I've. Is there real demos? Like, dude, there's a Starflyer 59 CD that's like it's fashion focused. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fashion books. I open it up. It's the master ref disc, dude, for fashion focus. Because he 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 recorded it and produced it. I mean, like, there's demos. And then I found his like, because his last name is his real name is Gene Andrusco. Mm-hmm. There's a CD in there of the Andrusco family singers. No way. And it's like him doing this. I think thing. I read about this on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, I can't find record of it hardly anywhere. Like, nobody has it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know if anyone's ever heard it. Because it's like a CDR you, that he made. You gotta, like... And, dude, could, and I, I barely scratched the surface. 
It's amazing. I mean, because in some of the stuff, like he's got Starflyers plugged, he's got the Neverland sessions from the Prayer Chain, he has the seventy sevens ping pong over the Abyss box set. Tell like, me you told Jed. Holy cow! I don't know if he's um you know our, our other friend Ben that like um yeah did you did you meet Ben Maybe. yet? Well, anyway, I met him. He, he went to the Prayer Chain thing, and then I saw him at the Fine China thing. Um, he like saw it, and he's like, dude, like. He's all, I've been texting the guy, and he hasn't gotten back to me, and I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to give it to me because I can pick it up. And he's like, oh, my gosh, like, can you at least give me dibs on, like, any, like, duplicates you have? And I'm like, yeah, of course, of course, you know. But, so, I mean, I don't even know the full extent of what's in there. I've kind of, like, flipped through it really quickly, so I know some of the stuff, but... I can't believe you have you have Gene Eugene's yeah, CD collection. it's in my living room right now. It's like a tub of CDs. It's like it's just a How giant many old tub. Probably about 200 or so. Dang. Now, this is like his, like, can you imagine? Like, yeah. Well, and, and it's funny, because, you know, that also could be like one of those, like, how do you prove that that's him? But yeah. first of all, this guy, like, I know his name from the board, and he, like, produced some albums. His name is in some of the liner notes. He did a bunch of shows back in the day. Like, I know who this guy is. Man. And he also lives, like, down the street from where Gene Eugene used to live. So mm. it, like, all makes sense. Like, he would have to, who would, like, try to impersonate that anyway? But even yeah. if he was. Well, especially since it's that long. I mean, that was 16 years ago. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, the fact now that I've seen it, and I've got, like, ref discs, and I've got demos from bands that I didn't even know did demos, and, like, these pre-release things, and, like, I don't even, I can't even wrap my brain around what all. You gotta, like, yet. catalog this. Oh, I'm going, yeah, I'm planning on, like, and, doing like, it all. rip everything for posterity. Oh, because I am like, gonna probably break it up, you know, once I, like, get everything and see what all I have. I'm gonna keep some of it, but I also am gonna turn some of it around. I'm gonna make my money back and then some, so that, you know, I can justify it. Man. Because it was like, I was a little nervous. Yeah, like, you're like, going hey, to you hey, I want to go, spend I want to spend 125 bucks, I want to go out of our way um, on a detour when we go in our escape room, and I want to bring home a giant tub of CDs into our house. And she was remarkably very cool about you it. You have a great wife. I, I have an exceptionally wonderful wife. But still, that is a high fidelity. That is the, it was. That's I'm one of those you. like once in a lifetime yeah, things I, that we always, told her, as like, collectors and as yeah. lovers of music, that's like the things that you live for and dream about. And if I told her, like, as Daryl said, that's why I do this, baby. That's right. And Janelle said, like, if you don't get this now, you're never going to forgive yourself. Like, you yeah. need to get it. And I was like, yeah. So it was, and just talking with the guy, and I didn't have much time because we had to go to the thing. But then he was like, show, he's like, can, can I show you my vinyl collection real quick? I'm like, yeah. And he's selling some of it, but like, he knows what his vinyls oh, were. Oh, dude. But, Speaking of collections, uh, I should have shown you this video. Um, Kenny Weisberg made yeah. a video of his office oh. and his record and CD collection. It's it's pretty insane. Oh, I, I think he's got you beat on CDs well, and like because I mean he was a concert promoter, well, but then also he was a DJ in this and like so we got every record. His vinyl collection <laughs> is no, it's like high fidelity like shelves. Oh yeah, and like you can tell it's probably arranged in some because it, it's pretty nuts. Like I got to show you this video at some point. It's oh. I. I gotta get him on. Like, I know we're waiting on. I gotta. I gotta hit him up. I haven't hit him up in a while about because he's yeah, need to get headphones. Because, but now it's, it's got to be when you're around. Because, like, I'm sure you guys would have a lot to talk about. Because, um, from what I've gathered, like, he seems pretty familiar with also the indie, like the Christian indie scene oh, and yeah. other things. Well, I mean, and, especially in that time, like when he was at the tail end of doing the stuff at Humphreys, like that stuff was huge in San Diego, you know, like yeah. he, he definitely would have come across it down there. So. But yeah, so, uh, 
but yeah, for music, any kind of music collector, music nerds, vinyl nerds, like that's kind yeah. of the mother. That is, that's the dream. Well, yeah. So again, again even if having you don't, an actual industry person's personal CD yeah. collection. So even if you, you don't know, know who this guy is, like imagine your person like that. Like I, I still can't believe that I have it, and I, I just I can't wrap my brain around it. Like that's and crazy. Then, like, there's copies of like of the the Adam Again CDs that like his actual band in there, and I'm like. This was his copy of his own CD that I have. And now it's, it's nuts. It's crazy. How you, what are you going to be able to get rid of knowing you? Well, I mean, there is, there's quite a few duplicates of things. Yeah. Like there's, cause it's a wide But again, range. like, are you going to want to, like, get something, cause like these are his No, I've copy. already decided, like, I'm not going to go that crazy. What if you keep his copy and then sell your other Some copy? Of them I might and do that, that way you know you have his oh, copy. There's also a bunch of them that are autographed, like, to him and stuff. Yeah, there you go. That is kind of nuts. Like, so I don't know. Like, some of those things, or, you know, like, pre-release copies, I'll keep that in addition to, like, a regular one, but... But, but there's Does also that count a as a separate entry in the Phil oh, yeah. database? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where are but you at right now with CDs? Uh, well, this extra 200 that I just picked up or so, I don't know, probably like 2,500, something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I haven't counted specifically in a while, but it's, it's big. And then it's big. I know your vinyl collection has grown oh, quite grown. a bit. Yeah. I need a new shelf for vinyl. Right now I've got like a couple of boxes. It's bad, but it's awesome. <laughs> Dude, you should, in his vinyl collection, he had, he was telling me he had this band, this band called Undercover. He had a seven inch of theirs, which I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And he said that when they did like the re-release of their album a couple years ago, the band member contacted him to borrow the seven inch to rip the songs off of because they don't even have a copy of it. Dang. Yeah. So this is like that level. Yeah. So he's showing me his stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then Janelle, like we had to get to the escape room. And so like Janelle's like, we gotta go. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could stay here for hours. Cause he just, <laughs> I'm just looking around his garage and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. And then the stories he's telling, like, oh, I remember when I put this show on with him and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. That scene oh. in, for those that don't know, the scene in High Fidelity, which again is every collector's dream, yeah. is it's like the divorce wife of like a collector yeah. and she's like I just want to get rid of this stuff yeah and she's and mad so, at him so she and so care she has much. like first pressings like he holds up like a first pressing of like never mind the the bullocks here's the sex pistols and like beetles yeah. like everything and like it's pristine original print she's like I'll just give it to you for this and he's like I can't as a collector I couldn't do this to another collector yeah like I just can't do it but like on the, but on the other like, oh, but like uh, but that's everybody it's to have some kind of scenario yeah. where when this, like this was it because and I didn't feel bad because I mean he was just gonna he just was gonna yeah. piece it apart because he was already starting to list stuff individually like he was gonna break up the thing and I'm like if you'll keep that stuff and don't sell it individually, I will give you the money now. Because I didn't want to lose. Yeah. Like, he was... Some of the, like, super rare stuff, he was already starting to list. I'm like, put that back in the box. And you know the people on that board are the exact people that oh, are, like, like freaking... Some of them are probably so mad at me because people were already, like, <laughs> texting him. And I'm like, I will pick it up from your house. And that's the only reason I got it is because I was there the next day to grab it. Well, there you go. Oh, dude. You gotta jump on that stuff sometimes. I still cannot believe it. You gotta come over sometime and I gotta check, check it this out. out. It's amazing. I'm excited already. Oh. The first, like, five CDs I pulled out that I'm like, I'm just gonna see how much these are worth. I can make my 125 bucks back on the first five CDs I pulled out. 
Like, it's incredible, the stuff he has. Then, <laughs> so if you were to go, like, right now on my wish list on Amazon or my watch list on eBay, half of that stuff is in the box right now. I'm going to have to go clean out the whole entire thing. It's amazing. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. That is Dude. pretty awesome. This just happened yesterday. Yesterday, Damn. yeah. So talk about this escape room, and then I think they're so, going to yeah, wrap so it up we'll for do that, and then we'll start. We'll start yeah. with your stuff on the next one. There you go, perfect. So uh, we did another escape room last night. Um, this is the third one we've done now, and I think I probably mentioned it before, but at Christmas time we gave my parents one, and then they gave us one. So this was a spooky one. So this one was the first like spooky one. Was yeah, it spooky? I, it was medium spooky. It was a cool theme. It wasn't like. Scary, scary. Okay. Like it was just more. There wasn't like people jumping at no, you. No, no, nothing like that. But you know that. Well, you'll appreciate this. The whole thing was like a ventriloquist dummy and all these ah. there's creepy dolls everywhere. Oh no! So, but nothing more than just like. Did know, your dad freak out? He was. Cool. You could tell he was a little nervous outside. But once we got in and he saw, <laughs> it's just you know because first of all he's not freaked out by dolls, and second of all it wasn't. You know, they had some eerie music playing. It was real dim. Mm-hmm. They had, like, these little electronic, like, candles. Like, you know, I mean, they were, nice. like, flashlight things. But yeah. they were candles. I like that. And so you had to go through the dark. So it was, like, a this. hotel? So it was a, yeah. And it's actually this old historic hotel. Where it was, was this? Condemned. It's in downtown Pomona. Mm. So right across from the Fox Theater. Okay. Um, I know where that is. Yeah, it's this really cool building. It was condemned for a while, and then they renovated it, and they have a part of it for the escape room. There's other stuff elsewhere in the building now, too. That's cool. But it's super, super cool. It's called the 13th Room, and um, I highly recommend it. The lady that hosted it was really, really nice and um, did just the right amount. So it's interesting because the first two we did was just our family. Mm-hmm. But the way a lot of these work, if you don't fill the room, you know, however many people are allowed to do it, they'll put you with groups yeah. of other people. So this is the first one we had other people in there with us. Yeah. So, cause there were six of us and then there was a couple and then two girls that came. Mm-hmm. And so we had four extra people and it worked out pretty well. Like the couple in particular, like they were really into it, did a good job. Um, a, my role in it, this probably won't surprise you, but a lot of times, like, I solve some puzzles, but I'm always, like, the, I kind of supervise, I direct everyone, I tell people, <laughs> okay, you go here and do this, bring this stuff here, blah, blah, and then I'll help solve a puzzle, but meanwhile, I'm like, okay, bring that key here, this goes there, okay, we need this for that, like, so I kind of did that even with, like, strangers, and they were cool <laughs> about it, but I was, you know, I mean, I'm not bossy, like, I'm nice, yeah. but I'm, like, business, like, okay, this needs to go here, bring this out of the way, because our system is... When you're done with something, like I've solved this, you got to stack it in a pile somewhere because if you don't, someone will come back by and start trying to solve it again even though you've already gotten taken care of that. Yeah. So so I have like a system and I get it all organized and stuff. And but your system didn't quite... Didn't quite make it this time. Um, it, we were really, really close. Yeah. We had like, we were working on the final lock. There was a key so you're trying to get out of a room or get into a room trying to get out of a room okay you're this the the story is it's the 13th room yeah people have like keep commit have commit over the years committed suicide or been hanged and murdered in this room there's like a mystery you have to find out who did it and you go into there and you you find out who did it i mean more or less is it creepy it's creepy it's good i mean you it it definitely was would i have freaked out not freaked out the doll come to life no, nothing like that. It's just, but there are like a lot of creepy dolls laying around and skulls and just, you know, it, it was more like a cool. Is there a secret room? I can't spoil it. Okay. You're not supposed to spoil stuff like that. Ah. Like I can talk about the ideas behind it. I could tell you off okay. the air, but because you, you're actually, you know, because they don't want you to ruin it. Yeah. And then someone goes and they know. But it was, it was really, really well done. It was a yeah. very high quality one. A lot of good stuff in it. 
Um, and so the cool part is that um, my brother Matthew came with us too, and I think I told you about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. My, my brother Matthew is going to start his own escape room. Yeah. <clears throat> so, in Big Bear. In Big Bear. Very exciting. Um, he's already got, like, the building set up and stuff, and he's Do you have his on, website yet? Um, I don't think he has his website. I don't, I don't know, maybe. Because we talked to him very briefly on the night because we were doing the puzzle stuff. But um, but he's got all, like, we sat down and did, like, first of all, I did a business plan. But then we also did a script for how they're going to do the escape room and all the different clues and puzzles and stuff yeah. they're going to do. We're gonna have a big opening. It's thing. gonna be yeah. So we're, our plan is to Radio go up, Brendo Man, do our live show and kind of coordinate it. So with for all you friends listening in the local Inland Empire or Greater Los Angeles area, you're definitely gonna want to stay tuned. Yeah. So we're gonna keep you updated because you're gonna want to come down live show, check and it out, escape room. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It's really it's gonna be cool. The theme of his is um, it's a you're in like a mountain cabin or a mountain hotel mm. and. Uh, there's an avalanche and you're trapped inside an avalanche. Nice. And that's all I can say, but that's the basic. Very idea. exciting. Yes. So, talked about be cool. it because we did yard work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you came over this week and did some yard work. That was fun, right? Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Kids got the last dinosaur little thing yeah. going on. But I saw your, I guess you could call it a topiary. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're it's a low level topiary. Modifying the bush to yeah. get in there because it was, I was not, it was pretty. Be, did a lot of hacking and slashing. Yeah. I filled up two whole trash bins full of it, and there's still more to go. But we did, we've been like cleaning up around the base of it and stuff. So, yeah. And then we also did some pruning elsewhere. Ate some oranges. Ate delicious. Some oranges. Yeah. Some of the delicious Vecchio oranges. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, when we set three gopher traps, I forgot to tell did you. catch? Caught two gophers. Nice. And we, I was going to mention this, too. I forgot to put this on there, but the backyard of death continues. Backyard of Death. Yeah, so, well, you, so I you told you about this, but I didn't say this on the show. Oh. Because if you remember correctly, in the past, I've had cats die in my yard. I've had all kinds of birds come and die in my yard. There's gophers, of course. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's like a burial ground. Maybe that, they're, like, programmed. Remember the one time there was, like, a, a head, the skull of, like, a possum up on the roof? That's, like, a, a bird had taken up there and eaten it and stuff. <laughs> So this last week, I'm like out in the yard mowing, and this parts You're of the yard. You're gonna find a dead body one of these days. Well, so I'm going through the tall grass that I'm mowing down, and I was like an inch away from running over the body of a dead possum that's laying out there. Mm. I mean, can you imagine if I put the lawnmower over uh, that? And it's like <laughs> splattered all over you. But I stopped. And, I still had to like get a bag and like guts. throw it in the trash and stuff. Is nasty. But um, yeah, so something about my yard. Animals like to come and die in it. But I did catch two more gophers, so that's a total of three in the last week and a half. Mm. So it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good yard work. Yeah, that's Phil stuff. It's Phil stuff. It's good. Now it's raining and it's all going to grow back. It is. Yeah, and I haven't been able to get out there the last couple days because of that, but. I've had like some pretty serious storms happen. Yeah. San Diego got hit hard again. Yeah. When there is storms, it does tend to get pretty bad down there. Well, and, uh, we had, I mean, the good thing is that we've gotten enough pruning done that, like, our branches aren't breaking off and stuff. Because that's, like, a concern is it got to get the wind really big, you know. Well, your almonds were in, like, major distress. Yeah. There's still a few more that we need to get to. So, you know, plenty more once it clears up a little bit. So you haven't been getting some of those almonds lately? Because they're all dying. Yeah, well, our almonds, yeah, there's a, there's a, a pest that gets out of them. And what I, from what I read, there's no like treatment or anything for it. The best thing to do is just prune it back really far and clean up all the dead, you know, the the old 
bad stuff because they have their eggs laid in there, you know. Mm. So, hopefully. Okay. Before we finish, because it's coming out on Tuesday, I do want to give a quick plug yes. to Cheryl and her podcast, Movies Made Me, which you can listen. I was the latest guest on this episode. Talk about my five most influential movies. I'm sure you can guess what number one is. Angus, of course. Well, of course. Because I, yeah. I already talked about it on the show, but we go into even more depth. Nice. And if you're a backer, you got that Angus commentary. This will go hand in hand right. with that. And um, talk about, I already said, talk about freaks and geeks, talk about wrestling, talk about just get a little, you know, personal. If you want to see like a more, even more, I mean, I know I pretty much lay it all out there, but like getting into some Cheryl does deep, a good show. She gets yeah, talking. Gets really gets talking about some stuff. She said, she even said on the, in her comment, it was a very Brendo conversation. Yes, it was very Brendo. Yes, it was very Brendo. I think I like that. It's yeah, a very it Brendo. I'm a verb now. Or an adjective. <laughs> an adjective. That's so um, Brendo. So Brendo. That's so Brendo. <laughs> I think we've used that as a Probably title. Probably so, yeah. That, that seems like, I mean, how would we, how would we not have been part of that? But there's right. links to the episode yeah. in the it's group. It's mmmpodcast.wordpress.com if you want to go. Also look up Movies Made Me on iTunes. It's up there. And lots of other good stuff. So check that out. Yep. We'll talk a little bit more about it in part two yes. of Radio Brendo Man. Um, Steve just joined the chat, so he's going to be confused. Gonna, well, we'll explain in between. But, uh, yeah, so um, anything else? I think that, well, yeah, let's check out our stuff. That's we'll part, see you on Thursday. Part one. See you on Thursday, guys. Yeah. Freaking nuts, it's right? Crazy, yeah. Let us know how you feel about that. We appreciate your feedback. Go to radiobrendo.com. And you can, uh, that has links to our Facebook group, has our contact form. Also tweet us at BrendoMan. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on there. BenviewNetwork.com. Don't forget, check out all the shows there, especially Mandarian Orange Show. Yeah. And, um, tell your friends. That's a great show. You guys are doing a good job. Thanks. Thank you. It's, it's and been really, I think really fun. Janelle is great. Yeah. Super funny. Um, it's nice to have another, you know, strong, um, funny voice. <laughs> yep. And, um, and she doesn't take much guff from oh, you. Oh, no. She's not a guff taker. No. No. It's funny. It's talking to her sister, Amber, on Facebook. Uh-huh. And we we're talking about, um, cause she, we were talking about 90210, and we were just laughing about how much, even though you got David Silver, as your 920 character because of the music thing, like you're very much a Brandon Walsh. <laughs> I, I'll take it, I guess. Well, even Janelle said so. Yeah. She's, she always wanted a Brandon and she got her <laughs> she Brandon. She got her Brandon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So this is gonna be, this will be part one. Stay tuned Thursday for part two where we get into more stuff, including yeah. Marmaduke. It's coming. And we got a Nintendo Power. Yeah. Coming back. So you'll have that to look forward to. So um, I think that's it. Yeah. For this episode. I think that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. 